Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Catholic Dudes. Uh, this is episode number 10. We have finally made it to double digits. Thank goodness. Congratulations. We did it. Uh, I'm very excited about that, but my name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. And as always, we are not priests, we are not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes and we're talking about our faith. And you know what, today we are blessed with uh, another guest and we got Joe Melendrez in the house. Hey, what's Welcome. happening? Welcome, yeah. Joe. Three Catholic dudes today. Yeah, three Catholic dudes. Let's go. Yeah, we're, we're so happy to have you, man. Thank you for, for coming on here. the show. Yeah, fantastic. When we first started this podcast, we we're like, you know what? We were we were making lists of guests, and you were right at the top of the list. We we're like, we got to get Joe on Absolutely. this show. Amen. You know, so. Amen. Well, I live down the street, so great. <laughs> yeah, we're through. we're pretty much neighbors, so yeah. it's a blessing, and uh, you know we don't get a chance to uh, to catch up too often. So this totally. is a great excuse to really honestly, connect. it is great. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna hang out, have some fun today. Yeah, we just sit and chat about faith. That's mm-hmm. the best thing to talk about. Yeah. And we were we were talking earlier before we started recording about how we met you mm-hmm. and how we first met. And I was back in the day. Back in the day, I was in high school. I was like ten years ago. Yeah. And you came to my youth group to perform I think your it was rosary. 2000, rosary. 2009. Yeah, 2009. It must have mm-hmm. been because I graduated in like 2010. Yep. So. It was a while ago, and yep. you did the Rosary Rap, your like first album, right? Yep, first rap. Yeah, first and, album. It was, and it was crazy. It was like nothing we'd ever seen before. We were like, what is going on? I remember. I still have pictures from that that day. And yeah, there was about, I want to say 20, 30 kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're standing up, um, and I was just I was playing tracks, teaching them how to pray, and, and we we're having some fun. And that's kind of how it all... All the youth ministry events I, I did kind of started off in that type of setting. Awesome. Um, yeah. Being remember, right there you, with them. You like moonwalked, I think. Everyone, everyone was blown away. <laughs> it was, like, it was the Holy Spirit, bro. Yeah. It was Whoa. The Holy Spirit. <laughs> Who's this guy? Moonwalking for Christ. Like, wow. He's dancing for Jesus. Uh, it, was, so it was amazing. Wow. Yeah. So like the three of us go way back. Obviously, there's yeah. 10 years right there. But before we get into all the meat of the subjects yeah. that we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be our new tradition. We talked oh, yeah, about it last, last year sure. with uh, our friend Gabe. Mm-hmm. So we want to ask you the question, yeah. what's the weirdest, funniest, most random, interesting thing that's happened to you during Mass? Yeah, this is a, this is a weird one. Um, probably never, never shared before on the show. Uh, I talk about it sometimes in my testimonies, but so I have a really Catholic grandmother um, she is now with Jesus. Um, she's Hispanic. Her name was Carmen Melendrez. She's like, I would say she's like three foot 11, just a little taller than Yoda. You know? <laughs> and um, she would come into town. We were going to mass. And so she, she came in town and I was wearing my Superman outfit. I was five years old. And she's like, you got to wear big boy clothes. I'm like, grandma, this is me. I'm Superman. I, I, it's all I wore was Superman outfit. Um, it's weird because I was trying to wear my Superman outfit to church the other week. But really? Pastor was like, no, was no, like, no, 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 that's not yeah. going to happen. It's the underwear outside that really does it for them. Uh, so anyhow, so I'm like, mom, like, can I, can I please wear my, this is me. Like tell grandma. She's like, Joe, can you respect grandma? She's not in town all the time. Just put on some big boy clothes. I'm like, fine. So uh, I go to, to my room and I was a bit of a sneak. You got sneaky kids. Oh yeah. 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 And so I get dressed and we go to mass and, um, Basically, I'm thinking it was probably during the consecration. I know that everybody was focused in the front. Right. I look over to my right, my mom, dad, I look at grandma, and I decide it's time. Uh-huh. I start unbuttoning my clothes <laughs> to reveal my true identity. I had the <laughs> Superman costume on underneath, and <laughs> and that was it. So my identity that day, I was Superman. And um, wow. Even though my grandma was so short, so short, her jaw almost hit the ground because uh, she's like, I can't believe he did this. But my mom probably was like, I saw that coming. Uh, but, you know, Clark Kent, you know, he has it on yeah. underneath. So it was like even more of the role of Superman. So yeah. well, phone booths weren't a thing no. at that point. So, yeah. so right in the you middle just got to do it right there. In for the sure. But I think it's a beautiful thing that, you, that it happened during the consecration when the most, you know, when God is, is most prevalent in yeah. the mass. And you're like, it, it's time to unveil my true my power. My true self. You know, this is who God is calling me to, to be. be. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Transformed into uh, a, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, oh, that's, that's incredible. That's an amazing story. That's I don't know so if funny. our future guests are going to be able to top that. <laughs> kind of uh, funny. Only if they did the same thing when they were like 20 years right. old. But, oh, man. Um, Let's hope not. Wow. Thanks for that story. <laughs> sure. Uh, but now you're kind of like a superhero for Christ, right? You're not maybe not Superman, but uh, you, I don't know. You're, you do so much in, well, in the ministry. You know, I was uh, highly influenced by Michael Jordan. I loved playing basketball back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michael Jordan, you have his shoes, you have his jersey. I would, you know, mimic his fadeaways, uh, everything. And they had, you know, commercials, be like Mike, you know, so I want to be like Mike, be like Mike. And that was who I wanted to be like growing up. And then when I met Jesus, um, there was a shift. And I was like, man, 
I want to be like Jesus. Wow. I, I want this guy has got something special. And the more you learn about him, that's that we're called to be disciple makers, be like you know mini Christ walking around. When people see you, they should see Jesus, like yeah. reflecting the light of Jesus. And so, so yeah, I think we're all called to be superheroes, just like Jesus is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's rad. Uh, I couldn't agree more with that one. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, tell wait, us, you, we're good. Were you good at basketball, though? You wanted to be like Mike, but were you you good? Yeah, uh, I would say uh, I was. God had given me some some talent in basketball. Um, So originally, I wanted to be in the NBA back in the day when I was in middle school, high school. Same year. Yeah, great. I, I did, but like. I averaged 0.5 points per game. I was doing 24 points a game, bro. Yeah, wow. But this is in middle school. High school, I started, I played, you know, um, JV, and then I started, I'll get into it, but I started performing soon after that, like 16, 17, and so I decided, you know, I could pursue and grow my, my love for performing, or I could stay in basketball. I decided to move into the performing side so sure so I, I didn't let it go i just didn't play at that level anymore well yeah, and i yeah. think that that's that was that's god intervening in your life you know god knew the performer was going to glorify him and bring you to where you are today yeah so that's that's incredible you well know? and what's wild with that is I, I don't know if you guys look back at your life and you see um oh that was the working of god oh god was preparing me for this oh now i see why that didn't open oh, an opportunity of course and so like i was in eighth grade I love telling the story. I was in eighth grade, shooting hoops on the basketball court, you know, trying to be cool. You know, eighth grade, like you're just trying to be cool, you know? The pinnacle of coolness. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then these two girls walk up. This one girl I liked, her name was Sevilla, Sevilla Garza. If you're watching Sevilla, what's up? Good, good to see you. <laughs> what um, what could have happened? Sevilla, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Sevilla comes up and she's like, Joe, um, Alexandra and I are putting on a talent show. Uh, Want to know, like a routine. Do you, do you want to be in it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, the girl I liked asking me to be in their team. I'm like, of course, what are we doing? And she's like, oh, we're going to do a dance. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I do not know how to dance. I can shoot hoops. I can look cool, but I don't know how to dance. But I'm like, but I will learn to dance for you, Sabia, yeah, right? of course. And so anyhow, so she tells me we're going to dance. So I'm, I'm at home practicing hours at a time. We didn't have YouTube back then. VHS. Oh, I had slow mo. That was a big feature. Slow mo, so I could figure out what moves. Yeah. We, I was practicing to InSync's "Bye Bye Bye." Classic, and classic. Wow. Yeah. And so I'm sweating, and so months go by. We're doing, we're renting out studios to rehearse. Like it's, you know, we're, we're showtime, day of the show, all white, boy band attire. I had studs on my 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 shirt, and then it was very two thousand. Yeah, yeah, I just found a picture of of that night. is incredible, and uh, <laughs> and so basically. Um, I, that was the first night I performed on a stage and I danced. Wait, wait, can we share that picture once, yeah. once this podcast comes yeah. out? I, oh, yeah. I, 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 will, I want I'll, that on our I'll social media. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had this, like, all of a sudden something new activated inside of me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I like to perform, you know? So uh-huh. from that moment, I just kept, I'm like, but afterwards I saw my, my moves. I'm like, mom, I did not look like Justin Timberlake. Like, why'd you tell me I was horrible? <laughs> um, but I was like, I want to become better. Right. So I started, you know, watching all the greats, you know, Usher, you know, Justin Timberlake, all these great dancers to imitate their moves and grow. And then two years later is when I encountered Jesus on a retreat. And after I encountered him on a retreat, I was like, do I, do I stop the dancing? Like, what, what do you want me to do, God? Like, I'm going to give my life to you. And he was like, no, use it for me now. And I'm like, so that's why that's what I do. That's why I'm here wow. to stay with you guys because I'm not out there trying to be like an artist in the mainstream popular world. I'm trying to glorify God with whatever gifts he's given me. But that started years before I even met Jesus, which is kind of wild. Wild. Yeah, yeah. That, that that thought of having this this thing, this gift that you have and this thing that you've worked on and saying, I'm going to give that to God yeah. and use that for him. That's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that a, little, a couple episodes ago with, with one of our friends talking about that when you have this something that you feel so passionate about in love with and yeah. you give that to God yeah. and let him use it for what he wants yeah. is, is an amazing thing. And, and the thing with that is you also got to be open because, okay, I love performing. I love dancing. I'm getting older. So I got to stretch more before shows. I got to <laughs> stretch Limber after. Up, Dude, I, I, come, I travel with a foam roller now, you know, um, but I had to be open. And this is where humility comes in to say, if God's like, Joe, um, you know, you did your time performing. I have a new chapter for you, a new mission for you, a new project. I want you to do this. You got to be open and say, God, whatever you want, I'm your servant today. Let's do it. You know, yeah. and that's not easy, but um, that's something that, that goes with it. When you're working for God, you got to play whatever position he wants you to play. Do, do you find it's hard to discern 
when God is telling you to switch it up or when God is calling out to you, when yeah. he's saying like, hey, what do you, this is what I need you to do today. Do you find it hard to figure that out? You know, uh, a couple of things. One, we can pray for clarity. Right. That's one. Two, a lot of times we're asking, well, God, you know, what do you want? What do you want me? Do I go this way? Do I go this way? And I think what God wants is God wants you to love him and just, just love on him. Like Father Rob Galay always says, like, put your hands out and give Jesus a hug every day. And it's like a lot of times we as as humans, we're trying to figure out like even your type A, you have a, a schedule. What are my goals? I'm accomplishing this and that. And I think one of the is, is number one goal on the list to love God that day at a high level or is it to accomplish a bunch of other things? And a lot of times in loving God, he will bring peace in whatever direction and whatever decision. But also like the Holy Spirit, if you just continue to invite the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit. So I have a podcast. Um, it's called Mission Driven Podcast. And I was looking for chairs. We'll have the for my link. Podcast. We'll have the link in the description, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And uh, and so I was looking for a chair for the podcast so <laughs> for guests to come in. Just right. like you guys have chairs in it. And uh, and I'm driving by Staples, and I never go in Staples. Shout out free advertising Staples. <laughs> and um, <laughs> not, and a, not a sponsor. And the, <laughs> whole, the Holy Spirit said, Joe, go in Staples. You're gonna find that chair. I'm like. This chairs are expensive. I walk in. It's like two hundred dollars chairs, one hundred sixty eight dollars. I'm like, ah, Jesus, these chairs. Yeah, are that's a lot like, of I don't know what you're doing here, but I'm. A, so I keep walking. I'm walking. I go in the back. I find this awesome black chair. I love everything's like black. In my office looks really cool, sleek like Batman. I like that too. Um, and so this chair is like thirty nine dollars, and I'm like, this this is the chair. Thank you, Jesus. I get the chair. I go home. I, I tell my wife, like, dude, the Holy Spirit told me to get this chair for the podcast. I think the Holy Spirit's <laughs> talking to me right now, too, because it sounds like we got to step our chair game up. Because yeah. right, now, right now, Joe's sitting on like a folding chair. Yeah. We, we got yeah. to step that chair game up. But the reason I share a story is that you got to bring God into everything. The yeah. small things from buying chairs to who to speak to, to if there's a call. Like there would be times I remember I was driving home from school. I went to school in San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. And this this strong pull towards an adoration chapel that was open it's like joe just go go in there go in there i'm like well, what do you want me to do just, just go i'm like okay so i would go and every time i went in there they would have like a uh what to pray for for the day and it would always relate to my life in some way and i always just knew that you know that's where i was supposed to be to be in in communion with god to spend time with god and that's that's it. And and also the whole concept of faith like a child. If we overthink things like, oh, God wouldn't tell me to get a chair. God wouldn't tell me. Stop it. You got you yeah, got. You can't put parameters on God. Mm-hmm. God does you what just, God wants. Yeah, you got to be able to be listen open. to Him for sure. Uh, and it's 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 crazy that you say that. Like like letting God, loving God, being with Him in anything you do. Because in ministry, I know yeah. you know this because you've worked in ministry. I, there's been days where I'm feeling overwhelmed as yeah. all can be. I'm sitting in my office, yeah. and what am I supposed to do? How can I bring God further to these teens? Yeah. And I would always sit in prayer, like, what am I supposed to do? And for some reason, I had this this drive to start, hey, every day at 1.30, mm. go to the ador- go sit in adoration for yeah. 30 minutes. Oh, so good. And I started doing it every day. I would sit in adoration for 30 minutes, and it just it helped me reconnect with God so yeah. that I could help the teens connect with God. Yeah. Uh, I had to put, you know, God was like, where's your faith with me? If yeah. you're trying to get all these other people inspired, you got to have one too. No doubt. And it was it really was like, it was awesome, you know, to, mm-hmm. to have that connection again. So... So what I'm hearing a lot from you is mm-hmm. you're using these gifts and these talents that God's given you yeah. to find creative ways to get yeah. out and evangelize totally. and, and preach the gospel. Now, when you talked about dance, you said you were horrible at dance at first. I didn't have and, rhythm. And I'm all about, uh, <laughs> I'm all about not only uh, faith, but like just personal life growth and, and always yeah. striving to be better. Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks to a lot of things. People think that, oh, because I'm currently not good at something mm-hmm. doesn't mean that no. I, in the future, will not be good. You have to work hard at it. And, yeah. And me coming from music, a lot of people, especially with their voice, they think, yeah. oh, I don't have a naturally talented voice. I'm not made made out to be a singer, but mm. you have to work hard at like work hard at it, just like yeah. anything else. So kudos to you for or really for digging in and dancing with NSYNC oh, yeah. and making it happen for you. Yeah. Um, so y- you really grew. Mm. You, you you found that calling mm. and that that talent that was there that God gave you, but you just had to dig up and work for. Yeah. But then you you decided to take that, like you said, and and turn it into your ministry. And I think any, anyone can find a creative way to do that. You can, whatever you're talented, yeah. whatever you're talented at in life, you can find a way to minister to people. Yeah. And so you have so many different ways that you minister. Let's start, let's yeah. start talking about that a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, we, we could go with, with your music career, with mm. your clothing line, yeah. with your, with your ministry that you had at your school mm-hmm. and it's so on and so forth. So yeah. um, why don't we start with your music? Cause that's your, your big one, right? Totally. Yeah. 
so music and i love what you say that it takes hard work i think we we live in a world today where we think that we can just become masters overnight and a lot of artists that are super successful you don't see the 10 years to 20 years before what they were doing and how they were harnessing their craft um i actually had the opportunity to perform uh with matt marr last weekend at oh, an event called God. Awesome. praise god called abby fest such an incredible guy after the the concert he just had a 90 minute set he comes off and he talked with me and a few other of the artists that were performing for like 25 30 minutes just like just just talking and one of the things um, he said is like you know if you if you love rap if you love hip-hop then you focus on becoming the best artist that you can be he's like i had a heart for worship um, I didn't want to be on radio. I didn't want to do all these things. I just had a heart to become the best worship leader I could be. And I think that's something to it really, it's, it sat with me like, wow, that's powerful. Because a lot of times we're chasing status, we're chasing followers, we're chasing some type of achievement. When instead, can we say, can I use my gift at a high level to serve God? And can that, can my best effort be everything I can give to God? And um, I think that's really important. So, so with me, Backstory with me. Uh, so I have ADD. So it's uh, a bit hard. It was I struggled in school. I had to work twice as hard. Um, reading was difficult. Um, and it's crazy. I didn't really realize this until a few years ago. And it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it makes so much sense. Um, but one of the blessings um, that comes with ADD is you can hyper focus. So I can hone in on something. That's why I was able to dance and spend hours practicing because I was hyper focused on learning dance moves. And so when I started rapping, I remember um, I was watching a VH1 uh, Notorious B.I.G. behind the music in my up upstairs bedroom and during the commercial breaks i was so into it inspired by it, i started like writing raps on in instant messenger i don't know if you remember aol yeah, yeah, AOL. yeah and so that was like my away messages were these raps and so then that's kind of where i'm like oh my gosh maybe maybe i could rap or write poetry so i just kind of worked on the, the free flow letting letting me myself express whatever i was going through the day today but it's i mean it took it took years of me writing before i even actually wrote a song and then it was like you said every we all have a gift you know and that's something that i want people to think about you your gift might not be great right now but you have a gift right. and it, it's up to you to really cultivate it and grow it but Amen. sometimes you won't see the gift but someone else is going to see the gift in you and there was a youth minister who her name is melanie stovall she told me She's like, can you do something creative to like share the rosary with our, our students? And I'm like, okay, like what? She's like, I don't know, like make a rap or something. Like a rosary rap, okay. And it what I was in class and I wrote like a little intro rap about the rosary and we performed it. We actually used Tupac's Hail Mary beat. I thought it was fitting, <laughs> you know? And um, and she was like, after we're done, she was like, Joe, you need to make a rosary rap CD. And I'm like, are you crazy? Like, like I was just getting to my faith. I just, you know, entered and I'm like, I don't want to rattle the cages. And she's like, no, if Mary wants it to happen, it'll happen. I'm like, okay, so pray about it. I'm like, okay. If she didn't give me that boost and encouragement, I wouldn't have potentially yeah. made a CD, made music, but she saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. That's so beautiful. I, I mean, I wonder if she knows really what she started. Uh, do you still, are you still in touch with her? I, I, I haven't talked to her in a long time, but um, I'm, I'm friends with her kids and yeah, she, but, it was monumental. Yeah. Some people they're like, okay, but I'm not a performer. I'm right. not an artist. I don't, I, I'm not all these things that are outward, yeah. but like maybe her talent is to find and, and and well, she was speaking prophecy over my life. Really, and and th that's a gift that we can we can see into other people's life. We can encourage them. We see things. Maybe God gives us a vision of of who they are, who they can become, and we need to encourage them. I, one of the things I think we struggle with so much in this world, and this is the work of the devil. He's just trying to knock us down to think we're less than who we are. But if we're a child of God, if we have the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead living in us, then we have power that we're not utilizing and it's it's just it's dormant until you you invite the holy spirit to, to come alive you you surrender you go into god um it says in scripture that if you don't know the words he's going to give you the right words he'll remind you of everything that he said i'm like come on like so literally you don't have to have super incredible degrees in order to be super successful all you have to have is a heart that wants to serve god and he's going to lead you and do what you, what he wants with you i think that's so true and so prevalent is that we all have that power within us and I'm going to go back to that what you shared earlier is how many times are we being Clark Kent 
yeah. and button it up our, our superhero logo yeah. And, yeah. and unbutton that shirt and be Superman. Be that super yeah. that superhero that God is calling you to be because it's in there. We just yeah. have to just unbutton and reveal that to mm-hmm. the world and share it with the world. Yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome. That's a powerful that's a powerful sentiment. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing I'll, 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 on this on the note of, of ministry and, yeah. and meeting you is something that I, I really respected about you. We were talking about it earlier, and I wasn't sure we were going to talk about it on the podcast, but I feel like it's so necessary. Is at like Congress and stuff, you're meeting people, you're walking around, you're yeah. seeing all these high profile people and these people that are their whole life is serving right. the church, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was with Ryan when he was with the Jeremy Ryan band and stuff like that. And like, they knew you mm-hmm. and I was there like roadie and stuff like that. So I would yeah. like follow behind them. Yeah. And a lot of the times we would meet people and we would talk to them and uh, they were just like, you know, oh, this is our friend Danny. And I just went like, hi, yo, how are you? And they'd be like, cool, great. And move on. But whenever we walked up to your booth uh, or when you were there, you made it a point to talk to me just as if I was a human being just like anybody else. Mm. Yeah, I, did, I, had no, I had no name. I was nobody. Mm. But you spoke to me with the same level of love yeah. and respect as a brother in Christ. And it was something that always stood out to me. I was like, wow. wow. Yeah. Like, you know, and you had no, you're just being, you're, you're just being who God's calling you to be. You're just being right. you. But it did make a huge impact. So, mm. so many people us. in this world think, uh, what can this person do for me? Yeah. Based on based on that answer, am I going to give them more attention and more mm-hmm. love? Mm-hmm. If this person doesn't offer me anything, maybe I'm just going to ignore them. Right. And yeah, he's you not... know, and you see that a lot. Unfortunately, even in in the Catholic world, and and on you know, it's like human nature. It's right. human nature, but but good. we but we never see that from you. But in, in, it, wow. it brought me it brought us confidence to like when we were walking around, be like, oh well, if we ever get like we feel like we're out of place, let's go walk by Joe's booth because we know that he'll <laughs> talk to us and we know that he'll make us feel like we, yeah. we belong. You know, like Whoa. I felt like I belonged in that yeah. in that world, and it was mm-hmm. you know before we started to do anything ourselves, anything like that I was just the guy with the backpack that had all these CDs yeah. and it following him around and. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just you made me feel like I was a fellow brother in Christ. Amazing. Just as important. It was wow. awesome. Praise God. Yeah. Um, something that go, I, it goes along with that. This past weekend, um, so we had a, a big show in Paoli, Pennsylvania, and um, there were like five thousand people here. Kids were going nuts. It was so much fun. The spirit was moving, and I feel like the the deeper I get into spirit led performances, when I come off, I just feel so humbled that God like would pour into me during that time. And I feel so unworthy. I'm just like, God, I'm just so thankful to be your vessel tonight. And so I I was going over. I sweat a lot during my shows. So I changed my shirt. I was going hanging over by the booth. And this this girl comes up to me. She's like, oh, are are you Joe? Are you the guy who was performing? I was like, yeah, that was me. She's like, oh, I just thought you were some random guy. And I'm like, like, well, essentially, I am a random guy. We're all random guys, random girls. Uh, and, and that's something to think about. Like, I am n- I'm not better than anybody else. Um, and I am nothing without Jesus. And I'm nothing without God. And that's something that's so important to realize that I'm not doing this by my own strength. Right. Um, the songs that are written, the music that you hear, it's not by me. It's all by God. And if I take God out of the equation, well, guess what? It's not going to work out. And I'm not not going to be the... like. Um, um, Bishop Barron, I think he said, you're most yourself when you surrender to God. And that's it. Like you, you take yourself to a whole new level when you have God driving and yeah. leading the way, because now your, your, your full potential can be realized only with God in the mix, you know? Amen. Well, it, it, it will go. Remember Gabe said last week, we were talking about say the analogy of riding in a car and he's yeah. like, you know, instead of sitting at the steering wheel and be like, God, which way do I go? Yeah. Give God the steering wheel, let him, you and sit, you sit yeah. in the passenger seat. Yeah. And take, let Him take you yeah. where He's going to take you. Maybe even take a nap, boy. Yeah, <laughs> let, let Him guide you. But yeah, we, like we talked about too, we're yeah. ve- we're, we're merely vessels, yeah. you know. And and it's easy as performers and speakers. And once you start getting a little bit of that honor, it's yeah, easy, it's, it's easy. easy to let that ego yeah. take over mm-hmm. and you forget. Yeah. But I think you know, staying with a, a humble heart, like you were talking, yeah. is is so important. And that's it's it really speaks loudly when we when we talk to you and see you. Yeah. And with that, um, one of the biggest ways I feel that you can stay in that zone is to continually read scripture. Like for me, like, uh, we talked about a little bit before, but, um, I have a daily routine. So no matter where I am in the world, um, I have a Bible with me. I have a daily reflection. It's called Jesus calling. Um, and I have a soap journal, which uh, I'll break down, um, scripture. So it stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. It's so like a Bible study method. I learned about it about uh, two years ago. Changed my life because I felt like it. I, I was like 31 years old, and I didn't 
really know how to read scripture. No one actually taught me how to read the Bible. We hear the readings at mass and that's, that's we're reading it, but to actually let it sink into our hearts. um, No one really like presented it to me. So this is a super easy method. The biggest uh, part of this method is called application. So reading a scripture passage and saying, how does this apply to my life? You're looking at a, a spiritual mirror. You're just putting it up and you're saying, whoa, not like this. Oh, this person really needs to hear that. Or, oh, you should have heard that message. No, this is for me. So how is this scripture passage resonating with my heart, my spirit, mm. my circumstances? And that is a reality check every single day. Um, so that's something I highly recommend. And people are like, well, Joe, where do I begin in scripture? You know, wow. Uh, starting off with the gospels. That's amazing. Right now. I, I mean, I'm a person that I love miracles. I love incredible things that Paul's letters. Paul's letters. My favorite thing about the Bible. Yeah. And, Paul's and, and, the, and the book of Acts. Like, holy cow. Like, you want some. This is what happened, like, right after Jesus left. And I mean, people are bilocating. The miracles are happening, this and that. It, it's, it's amazing. I think, I think it's yeah. important to make sure you have resources. Because if people are like, I'm going to get into scripture. And they just start from page one and start reading through. Uh-huh. They're going to be completely lost. And no. so it's like. Yeah. When you get to, you're yeah. like reading about Boaz and Moaz. You're like, how yeah. does how does this apply to my? You have no idea. And things so, like that. So give yourself uh, well, material to to call from, yeah. to well, draw from. Yeah, and we're talking about those incredible things. Cause like I was sitting with, I run a Bible study at my youth group, yeah. and and I would, they always say like, like oh, there's not the, this book is kind of boring. I'm like, you're not reading it right. There's so many awesome things that are going well, on in here, bro. The reason why it's boring or could be boring to somebody is because they're not they're not seeing it as really as truth or actually alive like the bible is living like it's alive right. and active sharper than any two-edged sword like it it can it can change things instantly you can read a scripture passage today you can read a scripture passage 30 years from now it's going to hit you differently we can all read the same passage right now and it's something else is going to strike us from that passage right the word of god and that's a thing like it is the truth if we believe that it's the truth then we need to know the truth like straight up, they want to know who Jesus is. Well, let me tell you, this is who he is. Read the Bible. Yeah, read the book. I, I have a crazy story. When I was uh, speaking of music, I was working on my Rosary Rap CD. This is back in, I was like 20 years old, 21 years old. And the transfiguration, I was working on the meditation for that. So how the, the Rosary Rap CD is formatted is our father. I do a setup rap, which describes the meditation. Ten Hail Marys, glory be, oh my Jesus. So I'm like, oh Jesus, you know, help me write the transfiguration. transfiguration. What happened? And so I went to the dentist's office and in the dentist's office, there's a Bible that's open on the table next to me. I don't know if you guys ever see that at your dentist's office. I know. It's like People Magazine. Right, right. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Bible. So I'm like, well, let's just pull it up. And I just flip to a page randomly, point down. It's a transfiguration. I start reading it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this, this is a transfiguration. I just prayed, Lord, show me what the transfiguration's like. Next thing you know, he's like, well, Joe, it's right here in scripture. Read about it. That's right. going to help you write about it. Yeah. Wow. And that was really powerful for me, but it was like God showing me like, okay, you can overcomplicate things. Just go to the story and it tells you yeah, all Yeah, like I gave, uh, everything's here that you need. Everything. Just read it. Yeah. Um, so we got, yeah. we got a whole bunch more we're going to talk about. Uh, I want to hear about your clothing line. Yeah. We got to take a quick break. I want to tell you my favorite dentist joke since you just told me about the dentist. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so what's the best time to go to the dentist? We'll find out in just a second. <laughs> All right, welcome back. And again, the best time to go to the dentist is 2.30. Tooth. Hurdy. 2.30. Get it? We've, uh, been, we've been friends for so long. I've heard this joke so many times. <laughs> yeah, every, every, every time it's 2.30, he goes, this is the best time to go to the dentist. <laughs> oh my no goodness. matter what. I'll be like, hey, what time are you coming over? I think I'll be there like 2.30. Oh, dentist time. Yeah. Like, bro. I'll tell okay, the joke in the, in the worst possible times yeah, to employees. But, you know, but it's life's about finding the humor and everything yeah. and the funny moments. Yeah. At least for me. That's what I'm it. all about. So, Joe, you're on tour right now. Yes, sir. Let, let's talk about let's talk about your chosen mm-hmm. tour. Yeah. Uh, where are you going? Where you been? Well, that's a great question. Actually, it's, uh, this year, this week celebrates the year of chosen the album releasing. So it's awesome. been one year, and uh, man, it's been it's been awesome. It's actually uh, went to Germany um, two summers in a row with the tour. Um, like this week, I'm going to Virginia. Um, then coming up, doing some events in Milwaukee, Chicago. Um, Detroit, um, really wherever the Holy Spirit wants me to go, New York. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's literally like, wow, so exciting to be able to, people ask me like, well, what's the, what's your favorite event or favorite crowd or audience? I'm like, to be honest, it's the small towns that not a lot of people know of 
So when they go, when I, when I perform there, they just go wild and they just, they get in the spirit and they want to grow in a relationship with Jesus. And this concept of, of the chosen album, it's a special one. Um, it's themed after John 15, 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Like, wait, think about, wait a minute. You're the God of the universe. And you chose me, like right. you hand selected me, you appointed me, you have a calling for me, you have a mission for me, come on, for real? It's like, no, I do. Every single person is chosen by God, like, man. So that that whole concept is just like empowering. And the fact that God chose, you know, Mary at age 13 or 14, a young person, a teenager, to bring Jesus into the world, that's like one of the biggest responsibilities ever. You know, um, we can't make excuses that we're too young and that we can't, you know, have faith now and, and live our calling uh, for Jesus right now. So the, the album's a lot of fun. We, I, always, I said we got some bangers on the on the album <laughs> that you can just like you can just turn up and dance out to. Um, I have my first worship track on the album called Freedom, which I'm super stoked about. That's powerful. We ended the night uh, this past concert singing Freedom. Five thousand people singing, Lord, I receive your grace. You set me free. And that's what I envisioned when I wrote that track of just like people drifting into worship and Amazing. offering their lives up. Wow. Um, so. It's definitely been some of the most creative um, music that I've, I've had to date. I work with some incredible incredible producers actually uh, in Northridge. They live in Northridge uh, and uh, in Newberry Park, so not too far away hey. from here. And yeah, just so thankful God bringing all the right people into my life to make this project um, what it became. And and I'm looking forward to seeing you know what he what other projects he has lined up for me. Yeah. But for right now, it's really just sharing sharing the chosen tour worldwide wherever wherever God wants me to go. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. That sounds so powerful. Uh, the CD is out available. CD is out. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, JoeMelenders.com. If you want I'm a excited to copy. listen, and right we'll link that as well. So you guys yeah. go pick it up, listen on Spotify or whatever. Yeah. Buy, prefer, Even on YouTube or YouTube Even YouTube as well. Yeah. Stream it by. It, whatever, yeah. you, whatever you need to do, yeah, absolutely Let's support yeah. our friend Joe. I, I love when uh, when there's music that that glorifies God that we can turn on the radio to and turn on our car to and and have that. Mm. I love listening to worship music or, or Christian music or Catholic music when yeah. you're when you're driving, yeah, because it just no it's just a good way to to pray without you know sometimes people want to like I, I got to sit and close my eyes and all that stuff. Like you can pray just rocking out in the car. Yeah, you know? I mean, your whole life should be a prayer. So if Amen. you're, I yeah. have a, I have a friend who's a youth minister. Her name's Tina, and she's an aerobics instructor. You know, so best believe when she's leading aerobics class, she's praying and praying for the people there. And I mean, if, you, if you're working at Chipotle, and I want, I want you to glorify God by making those bowls right. You know, like if you're a barista, it doesn't matter. Um, your whole life should be a prayer, and hey, you can keep Amen. God on the brain. That's my favorite, my favorite place to pray. Is in the gym. That's yeah, when I, that's when I pray the Man, most. That's when, I'm like, God, help me get this weight up, yeah, please. Yes. One more you rep, know, or just. Uh, yeah. But I just feel when it's um, when I'm tearing myself down the most and and trying to rebuild yeah. is when I let God into that time to mm -hmm. like when I'm when I'm torn down, God yeah. comes in, helps me rebuild physically and spiritually at the same time. Notice, like when you're sick, is when you, oh, God, I need you right now. Like, oh yeah, I am so. I need help, you know? And it's like when we pour out, when we, and it's like during Lent, we're, we're making sacrifice, we're letting go, we're dying to self, that's when we call out to God. And I think that's so important that we always do that. Oh Love yeah, it. absolutely. Love that. So, so let's talk about what Joe, Joe was, uh, was cool enough to grace us with some, some God swag apparel. Yeah, I'm God rocking, swag. rocking the shirt. Mm -hmm. I had one of these when you first came to my church 10 years ago. Wow. It doesn't, doesn't fit anymore. The birth of it God said, swag. uh, Jesus is Lord. You remember yeah. that? And mm -hmm. had the, the Jesus picture on it. Yeah. I had that shirt for a long time. It's hype, bro. Um, I got one. I got one as well. I just didn't want to have all black. <laughs> I'll do it on future. I'll do it on a future episode. That way we, yeah. we keep yeah. spreading Joe's message. Uh, through, but uh, don't worry. But tell us about the clothing brand what was the inspiration behind it and yeah. where did it all come from well i was i want to say 16 or 17 years old i was driving i still remember i was actually driving this uh girl's house her name was frenchy and i it's like a 45 minute drive and i remember sitting at a stoplight thinking to myself dude it would be so cool if i could create a jesus clothing line and i in my in my vision i had like jeans with like the face of christ like 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 woven into the pockets and stuff and and i was like that would be so cuz i could not find cool jesus clothes as a teenager it, it's it very was, difficult it was so hard and so then randomly i would find these different jesus and mary shirts whenever i was traveling um in thrift stores this and that they or they started finding me mm -hmm. and i was like you know what maybe i want to start making a clothing some clothing so um I want to say the first official launch was at LA Congress in uh, 2011. I had just launched my, my fully alive album and I, uh, I, I made some, some, I made three designs 
And some people bought my CDs, some people didn't, but they bought all the shirts. And I'm like, dang. I'm like, this is an evangelization tool. Right. Because everybody's walking around wearing Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Or, yeah who's your, your, daddy, sti- your stickers blessed. were everywhere. Wow. The, the, yeah, the, the blessed GM stickers yeah, and blessed. the JM logo. Yeah. People were the, the blessed hats. People yeah. had them everywhere. Yeah. And so for me, like we talked about quality before, I would only want the best for Jesus. We should never settle and be like, oh, we're good enough. Nah, you just got to keep growing and becoming better for Jesus. So I wanted uh, clothing that will last long, has thick print, so you can wear your shirt for years and it still looks good. Um, I want people to be able to talk about their faith. I want it to be bold. And I never want to create something that I wouldn't want to wear, you know? I love that you said it's big, it's bold. It's not, it doesn't go like, blessed right here. It's blessed across because, yeah, you go out in public and people are like, that's an interesting shirt. Tell me about that. And it's a chance to talk about your faith. It's a chance to show it off and showcase it. It's a beautiful thing. A lot of times it's like believers come out of the woodwork and they're like, hey, I like your shirt, which is blessed, which means they're a believer too. They know Jesus. They're blessed as well. And you have a conversation. You know, we see people wear crosses all the time, but, and I'll compliment people. Anytime I see people wearing religious jewelry, I'll be like, hey, nice cross, meaning, hey, I believe in Jesus. And I think we we should do that. Of course. But when you're blatant like this, like you're wearing the believer jersey, which is really tight. Right. And the 33 on the sleeve stands for life, death, and resurrection of Jesus happened at age. 33 and because of that we are believers so paschal mystery theology right there attention to detail it's awesome i love that yeah um now i can explain that yeah like why are you number 33 well let me tell you yeah yeah so you said it just a second ago you want you couldn't find anything that was cool right yeah yeah. and so you created that and um that's that's awesome again that's that's life growth lessons very comfortable too they're not like heavy or papery yeah i want people to have comfort i want high quality for god yeah but i think being cool uh we're all about that. We're we're very modern in terms of, yeah. of how we uh, minister. Me with music and youth ministry here, yeah. and we want to reach youth. Yeah. And in our, I know there's a lot of people that are more traditionalist, and they think we need to have only you know the. Well, they have different the, styles. They have a different style, yeah. but our I think all three of our styles is very modern, and you show that with your music. Obviously, mm. like a Catholic rapper, there's not a lot of them yeah. out there. That's mm-hmm. that's but that's pretty awesome, and kids get hyped. I've yeah. seen it. I've yeah, seen yeah. it. And then your shirts, we just talked about it. Everyone's yeah. wearing them, yeah. and you're like a staple now at every single event you go to you go to la congress you go to ncyc mm. ncc ym all the yeah. all the c's and the and the m's <laughs> and whatever joe is there with yeah. his booth and he used to, used to have like one booth and now it's like it's this giant <laughs> thing and there's shirts everywhere yeah, and yeah. kids are wearing these shirts and yeah. they are supporting and proudly showcasing their faith thanks to you and once again humbled and honored to be a part of it and it wouldn't have been possible like i said without god my friend brett fair introduced me to and brett was like he had just graduated shaman the school i was working at at the time and he introduced me to his friend shane and shane was a designer and worked at a, a print it's called the print lab and shane is i call him the swag master so how it goes down people are like how do you design all these i'm like well i conceptualize them and shane's the amazing designer so we go back and forth my like, hey here's my idea i usually draw it out then he makes it come to life, sends it back to me. I'm like, okay, tweak this, tweak this, and it. That's how the 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 designs are made. So that's but that's God connecting me with people who have the skills to do it, that. It, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. God using that gift of that designer to design yep. these clothes for God. Yeah, you know? but uh, like, awesome. Again, our our mindset here. I know there's a lot of different opinions, but let's hype up our faith. Let's, let's do let's it. Let's make it cool. Let's get yeah. these kids in here. Well, there's plenty of time for traditions. Let's get yeah. them into the church. They'll yeah. see the rich traditions, and yeah. then they'll they'll come closer to Christ yeah. because of how cool we we made it. Well, Jesus invented cool. Yeah. So if you want to be cool, you gotta know Jesus, exactly. okay? Because it, it does. He goes hand in hand. The other thing I think that we should be doing, we should be making Jesus famous. We should be talking to everybody about Jesus. He's the best news we've ever heard of. Then we cannot get him off of our our mouth, our tongue. Like we just have to share it, share it, share it. Um you guys ever think of a, a song that you love that you're just like, man, I love this song. Like this this is my oh, vibe. Yeah. This is my jam. Whenever you have a song like that, especially with teens, it's like they're 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 on, on Twitter, on Instagram, on, on This is on, my jam right now. Right they're on just, TikTok. Tweeting it out. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. Whatever. And it's like you're sharing it. You're sharing it. That should be Jesus for us. We should be sharing him nonstop. If he is that good, then we can't hold back. And he's not just for us. He's for everybody. And that's that's why to think about. That's amen. Right so, that's- so with the concept of God swag, it's literally our slogan is rep what you believe. I want people to wear their faith, look good doing it. St. Paul said, put on Christ. And, you know, we should be wearing the armor of Christ at all times. And let's let's represent our faith. And also, it holds me accountable. I'm not going to wear a blessed shirt and then, you know, you know, honk at someone I'm driving. Like, hey, what are you doing? You know, it's like, I got to represent. 
Yeah, that's that's a huge thing too, right there. Is it's you know it, that accountability of your. You're a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. You better act like one better, all the time. You ever hold I think it there's probably going to be a future episode on this, but we'll <laughs> talk about tattoos on a future episode. Cool. But it's it's a reminder to yourself that yeah. you are Catholic mm-hmm. and act accordingly. So you're, yeah. uh, I don't I don't know I don't see any tattoos on you, but no, you, no. you wear it on yeah. your shirt, yeah. and I think that's awesome. So some people wear it on their sleeve. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a reminder. Hey, don't honk at the person in front of you yeah. or tailgate them or whatever, because yeah. they might be pulling right into that same church parking lot as right. you, and then you're like, oh no. Yeah. And dude, now, um, so I have a wife and daughter uh, Antoinette. thank you Antoinette beautiful Tatiro. family thank you so much and having being a father i remember when i first found out my wife actually told me at disneyland on the it's a small world ride she's <laughs> like uh, i won't let you know that uh, our our world's gonna be getting a little bit bigger you know i'm like oh my gosh no oh, way right? really really poetic really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. really cool um but i started like going into sweats i'm like am i ready to be a father like can i do this like i need to become better this and that but having a, a child and especially daughter like you watch everything you do now and i mean she's like a little parrot like she says anything i say yeah. and it's so funny so um it's so important that yeah we are setting example not only for people that we know and, and surround ourselves with but for future generations and to think that you know i i pray my wife and i we pray for our daughter to know and love jesus um on in a big way and to have a relationship with god and, and that to think i, it's, I if, if you step back and if, you, if you're watching, listening, that there's generations that have gone before you, like tons of generations, people you don't even know in your family tree. And to think that maybe they pray for you. Maybe they, they pray mm-hmm. that you would come to know Jesus and that we can pray for future generations. And it's like, whoa, it's big. And what we do now might make waves that people might know Christ in the future. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah, that that It's very powerful, especially in the, the time right now where like, we need to put a lot of focus on the future of our church, yeah. uh, especially our Catholic church. We need to be looking at, you know, where is it going to be in 10, 20 years? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we need to pray for that, that, that the church is still alive and well uh, during that time. So I, I, I'm i fully on board with that so that the church has a vibrant place for your daughter to grow up in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, she has friends. Like, that's one of the big things is like, you know, having other young adults that have kids that love God and hanging out with them and doing Bible studies. And she has friends. It's like she goes to this thing. It's called a BSF. It's a Bible study fellowship. Um, and so she's learning these different Jesus songs. And so when I'm giving her a bath, she'll start doing the medley of all the songs. And it's like, I'm like, she's learning praise at this, at two years old. She's singing to God. It's so beautiful. Man, I love that. So you're, you're being a great example of on the very, very small scale in your family life, being mm-hmm. a, being an example and a model for your family, for your children, mm. so that they grow up in the faith. Mm. But then on a large scale, you're doing the same thing, and mm. you're what well, you just said. You're you're helping provide a future for the church because you're getting kids hyped up about mm. about mm-hmm. Christ to to come back to church to to learn about Jesus. Yeah. And uh, so you're doing both. But how has family since yeah. you have a, a fairly yeah. a fairly new family? How has that changed your ministry in the large sense? Yeah, uh, it's big because so we have the. The vertical alignment is what we like to call it. Um, so God's first. Um, then I have my wife. Then my daughter. Um, friends, family, and then everything else. You know, that's... So if you're looking how to process your day, what should I do first? Well, what's going to serve God first? Then, you know, your wife, your, your daughter, stuff like that. So that's how I kind of like put things into priority importance. But for me, it's, it's helped me grow a lot because now the work that I do is for God but it's also to love and support my family, you know? And um, I get events and inquiries that come in and um, I talk to my wife. I'm like, hey, I just wanna let you know that this event came in, let's pray about it. Let's see if this is the best fit for us right now, for our family. And and honestly, you know, so I worked in uh, Catholic high school. I worked at Shamana College Preparatory down the street for 11 years and God brought me out. God made that door open. I'm so thankful for the time and ministry there and I grew so much. Um, but really you're talking about discerning God's voice. Like he kind of closed the door. He, he opened some other doors and he closed that door. And I just had to be like, okay, if this is what you want. I'll, I'll do it. And stepping out in faith. And so this is my first year in full-time ministry. I give talks and presentations to schools and do concerts. Like you said, get them hyped, but it's also, you know, it takes me away from my family a lot. So, sure. um, so I tell Antoinette, like, I'm going to get on an airplane and she loves planes. So I, I send like FaceTime her at LAX and stuff. And, um, but it's also hard because I'm, I'm away and it's a, it's interesting dynamic and there's not like a, you, you can't, 
um, say, oh, well, I'm not there. I'm just not there, you know? Um, but I always let her know, daddy's coming home. Dad will be back in a few days. I prep her ahead of time, like, tomorrow daddy's going on a plane, but he'll be back uh, on the weekend, you know, and on Monday. Um, and so for me, it, it's kind of find this balance and hopefully it'll, it'll come to a point where, you know, right now I'm traveling like three to four times a month, which is a lot. And where I might not have to do as much or I could do more local, things like that. But it's really, like I said, being obedient to, to whatever God's leading you into and, and praying about discerning, discerning that. Because I talk to performers all the time. And one of the biggest things they say is when you get back home, you got to be ready to go. So you got to be well rested. So I sleep on the plane. So when I'm back, you know, I'm on daddy duties. I'm going to Costco. I'm doing whatever errands I need to do for my yeah, wife. There's, there's right. no getting I'm in the door and be like, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. You're, yeah. you're back in it right yeah. away. And yeah. early on, I would do stuff like that. Yeah. And now with a, with a child, you can't do you that. Can't you can't do that. Nah. No. Uh, so. So yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a blessing. Yeah. There's a, a huge, huge change in your life, but you know, it's, you, you, you're glorifying God and all that you do, both your fatherhood and your ministry. And that's, yeah. it's incredible stuff. It's a calling that my wife is a part of. So like right. this, me, my, my, the ministry that I'm a part of is very much my wife and I are equally a part of it because she's saying yes to, I understand this is the gifts and talents God's given you. This is where God's called you to, to minister. And I, I, I approve of it. I support it. And, um, I, I'm going to cheer you on. Uh, in in supporting your dreams um, and and goals and and how you want to serve God, you know. So that's awesome. that's big. And I have like one time, this uh, this guy came up to me after an event. It was in Ohio. He's like, I just want to say, tell your wife thank you so much for for lending you out for the weekend. And I'm like, bro, that means a lot. Yeah. I will for sure tell her. Wow. And that that means a lot because it's a it's a big sacrifice for. I, I, yeah, I bet. Yeah. I want to say it's probably pretty scary to to make that cut because essentially that was your day job before, mm -hmm. and that was that was stable no yeah. matter what financially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to to make that cut and say I'm going to do ministry full time, right. but you don't know like what if three months in a row you don't get any calls coming right. in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it it takes a lot of trust in God and a lot yeah. of faith to know that He'll provide for you and you have to pray on it. I mean, I've okay, I can't really relate, but I used to work in restaurants as a yeah. my day job, and mm -hmm. then I was doing. Uh my music ministry as well mm -hmm. and I never felt like I was fully ready to make that cut and right. finally I just had to say I just had to trust in God and say you know what I, f I feel like it's time right. uh, and I there weren't there were a lot of gigs lined up yeah. a few months later but yeah. that was like six years ago right. and I've only been doing music and you know uh, working for the church since then and God yeah. has provided now granted I don't have a wife and a kid to yeah. take care of so that's mm -hmm. a little bit more stressful but right. um I know that God's going to bless you in your ministry and he's going to keep growing and it's going to keep being uh, amazing and it's going to, it's going to morph and it's going to change, but it's going to be beautiful. And I know he is working through you Thanks, and bro. I thank you for, for everything that you, that you do. Yeah. And as we wrap up here, let's talk about, you know, where can we, what do you got going on right now? Yeah. What can we, you know, where can we, you mentioned your podcast earlier. Yeah. Where can we find you? All that stuff. Yeah. So mission driven podcast, um, just releasing music videos for my um, album. Just dropped the God's calling music video. The chosen music videos coming out soon. Joe Melendez com. You can check out everything there. I'm always looking to come to future schools, churches, um, yeah, doing parish missions now. Um, I don't just do concerts. I do talks and witness talks as well. Um, and uh, I, I love I love sharing the gospel in any way, shape, or form. Um, doing retreats as well. So doing confirmation retreats, things like that. Um, so my Instagram, at Joe Melendrez, posting a lot there, um, some, some cool videos. And every day I do something called a ministry moment on Instagram where it's kind of like a ministry tip, something that can help you, inspire you, encourage you. So feel free to check out that. Um, but honestly, if you guys could just pray for me, I want to pray for you guys. I'm so thankful for you doing this. Like you said, we're just going to do it. Like we're going to go every week. Let's just let's give the people what they want. Let's, if God's <laughs> calling us to do this, let's go. And that's what we got to do. Yeah. We can't let fear get in the way. There's so many excuses we can always make to say why I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I don't have the resources, but God wants you to use what you have and just go for it. So Thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Guys, if you are considering, you know, getting someone to do music or leading, you know, something exciting at your parish, definitely check out Joe's stuff because, like I said, these kids go wild, and probably not not just kids. Like you minister to everybody. Everybody, so you, go, you go to these yeah. churches and like you you get them fired up. Yeah, um, I, I was sharing recently. There, I did an event in Palos Verdes, and uh -huh. uh, there was this woman who who got there early while I was setting up, and she had a walker, and she comes all the way to the front. She's probably in her eighties. And I'm like, oh man, like it, the, the speakers are gonna bump, you know? So I just go in there and I say hi to her and checking in. I'm like, just wanna let you know it's gonna be a little bit loud. And she's like, oh, it's okay, right? And I talk to these minister and she's like, oh no, she's always in the front. She's gonna have so much fun. When we're dancing, her arms are up in the air. She's having oh, fun. Wow. So, you know, praise is timeless. A guy last week is like, you know, I don't like rap. 
but I loved your your set. I'm like, that's a big big plus. Like, thank you right. for that. I was, yeah, I was yeah. kind. So yeah, so it's it's timeless. So man, yeah. if we could all be that when we're 80 years old, the one that has our arms <laughs> up and not our fingers in our ears <laughs> right? at concerts like that. Yeah, like, that's what I strive and, and oh, hope for as I get older. So. Uh, yeah, so do, definitely do go check them out. Uh, yeah. And then if you guys are at any one of these, any one of the C's wise, yeah, I'll be NCYC coming up. Holy Fires, their middle school conferences all over the country. Um, yeah, go uh, stop by his booth, LA Congress. Pick up some of that swag. Go say hi. He's yeah, always, say what's up. I hang out the booth like all the time. So yeah, yeah. do they? Th- some of them they don't let you do. You used to do like performances at the booth, but if there's like restrictions uh, on the them spir- now. Right? If the spirit leads me to, I'll yeah, do yeah. something. You know, <laughs> sure. So yeah, go uh, go check him out. We're yeah. always at uh, LA Congress because that's near near us. But, yeah, yeah. You know that's where we always love to uh, to check up with Joe. Um, so we want to uh, end with our. We have our. We you answered our question at the beginning, but our. Um, ending of the podcast question sure. is going to be because we love playing board games so yeah. much what is your favorite board game and why and it could be anything from like traditional board games yeah. to you know super nerdy crazy crazy games what are, what are you into well i'm gonna be honest i didn't play a lot of board games growing up um i distinctly remember playing Candyland and playing checkers okay i'm gonna go with checkers just because i'm an aesthetics guy i like visuals and i have this great checkers set which is black and red uh yeah totally and uh and black and red are my favorite colors and uh so i'm, I'm gonna go with checkers i had fun and anybody can play checkers you know yeah that's true so, the checkers is like the first game i think i ever learned yeah you know? i think yeah. jesus played checkers yeah know? probably yeah. um <laughs> i'm always trying to think of an analogy or a metaphor for checkers um something with kings Christ. We're anointed priest, prophet, and king. There so you when go. you say king me, Jesus is like, done, bro. There you go. <laughs> done. <laughs> Thanks for lifting that up. This one. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so maybe we'll uh, we'll come back and play checkers sometime. Yeah, and then yeah. as always, uh, make sure you give us a follow on Two Catholic Dudes on Instagram. Yep. We've taken a tremendous uh, like amount of new followers, and we welcome everybody that's that's yeah. following us, and we appreciate your support yeah. and in our in our in our ministry and everything else. Give us a, a listen on all of our podcasts. You can watch this is episode ten. You can watch all the other previous nine episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts or watch us on youtube youtube at ryan klaus music right. um but yeah search us at two catholic dudes we got facebook instagram twitter uh patreon we really uh, really 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 appreciate our gotta supporters support. on patreon so yeah. far um but if you guys are considering uh, supporting us financially that would mean the world to us you can find us on patreon.com forward slash two catholic dudes and we can't thank you enough for that financial support it says in scripture God loves a cheerful giver. So be a cheerful giver. <laughs> Support two Catholic dudes. All right. Yeah, wise man. words. Wise words. And, and a big thank you again, Joe, for coming on to the My show pleasure. today. Thank you for the shirt. You got it. And uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll see you plenty more this yeah. year with this Let's growing hang industry. Out. Let's, Let's hang, hang out. out and, and chat about Chipotle faith. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Chipotle and checkers. And uh, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was it. it. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys Episode next week. Episode 10, yeah. Next week is going to be 11. Thank you guys for watching. Peace.